Welcome to the About 30 Podcast, where we'll be going over hot topics and coming up with mature solutions to everything from dating to taking care of your home. Whether you're about 30, about 40, or about 50, it's about time to elevate. I'm Jay King. And I'm Nettie. And this is the About 30 Podcast. Make sure you follow Bout 30 on Instagram and Facebook at Bout 30. That's B-O-U-T, another T-H-I-R-T-Y. Okay, so Jerry, what's new with you? Man, uh, a lot actually. Um, So I passed my my motorcycle license test uh, last week, so no more riding dirty. You feel me? Okay. Yeah, your boy had a, a motorcycle for... What this is twenty twenty one so for four years and, and this did is, not have no license at all not a lick of license but um all in the street all all the way up and down your local streets and mm. and highways mm-hmm. but um yeah so I I put a video up I actually have a video coming of the actual test so if you are about to take your motorcycle license test or you just want to see what that looks like I got a YouTube video coming so I got some good footage on that. And um, what else is new with me, man? Um, birthday. Um, oh yeah, it was my birthday, man. Turned dirty thirty, man. Dirty thirty, not about yeah. no more. Actually, nah. up <laughs> in thirty. I'm up through that, but I, to be honest, man, I felt like I was thirty for about two, three years now because I've been doing thirty year old shit. But um, I'm I just finally made it. I'm here now. You know, I took a little week off for my birthday. Um. My mom, you know, my mom lives with me now, but she took like a little vacation for work kind of thing. So uh, it was cool, man. I've been chilling. Like I, I didn't go on vacation nowhere. I didn't do a whole lot of stuff. I just really just took the week to relax because I've been running a hundred miles an hour for the last like two three months. So uh, the week was good. The week off was real good. Mm-hmm. And um. Oh man, I, so I got featured on another podcast slash radio station. It's called Nightmare Radio. Yeah, and, tell um, us about it. Yo, they, so if y'all are listening, man, Nightmare Radio, we shouted them out on another episode. But those are my friends. We 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 friends now. But um, Brittany is is my homegirl from school. We went to Georgia Southern together, and she has a co-host, um, Isha the Exec. They got a cool podcast, cool vibe, cool energy. Kind of similar to what we're doing, um, but we talked about a lot of dating and relationship stuff, and I'll get into that during the dating and relationship tip, but it was a dope interview. We got some good video content, and I posted that all over my Instagram and got some good conversations going, so shout out to the girls at Nightmare Radio, man. They was holding your boy down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. What about you, Nettie? What you got going on? Ah, uh, well... You know, my <laughs> friend Katina got married. Yeah, talk so about it. So that was a wedding. It was outside. It was Ooh. nice. I'm so happy for her. And I can see her getting emotional. I saw them eyes. She was in the mask, but I saw them <laughs> eyes going. I was like, oh, she getting it in that mask. Yeah. But um, it was a real nice wedding. So we Dope. did that. I got my, I ain't tell the podcast, but my Sky Miles got stolen. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for like a month to get them Sky Miles back. Well, they back. So, good job. Okay. On, okay, good job. Good job. Are you smart? 
<laughs> so <laughs> I will be planning my beach vacation pretty soon, hopefully. What beach you going to, Nettie? Any beach that's Anyone. not Florida in the United States. That's not States. in America. <laughs> that's right. not in America, including Puerto Rico. I'm getting out of here using right. my passport because it's right. been sitting collecting dust <laughs> talk all that year. Talk. Right. So I'll be using I don't care if I got to get a vaccine passport. You know why? Because I why? got my first vaccine dose. Hello. And hello. And uh, <laughs> how was that? It made my arm hurt. It feel like somebody punched you. Which one did you get? Did you get the Pfizer or the Moderna or which one did you get? The Moderna. Ooh, I heard. Oh, I heard they be. Yeah. They hurt. You said your arm hurt, right? Yeah, it hurt, and then I'm scared of. I'm scared of the second one. Don't be scared. You you, you be because right. that's the way people are like. I've been getting sick. I got sick yeah. for twenty four hours. Yeah. So. Yeah, have to go through all of that. Also. My parents came to visit me, right? Uh-huh. My mom came down. She had a whole agenda. She was like, I'm going out to eat with <laughs> such and such and such and such. How long were they here? They was here like a day and a half, two days. <laughs> okay, mom, they, with the agenda for the day? <laughs> she had a whole agenda. We go into, uh, what's it, what do you call that place? Six Feet Under, and we going to go eat. We meeting, I'm meeting up with Lois. And da 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 da. Oh, Lord, Lois. <laughs> Miss so, Lois getting outside? Well, you know, the elders have pretty much, a lot of the elders have gotten both of their vaccines. Oh, yeah, they, they was the first so, wave. Uh, it's hot grandma spring right now. They hot. <laughs> All the grandmas outside. They brunching. outside brunching in the restaurants. So um, if you have a parent, or auntie or grandma who got the vaccine who out, you know how it is. Like, you you want to tell them to stay home, but they won't listen because they feel like they can go because they got their little vaccine. I got an auntie that's like that. She be outside, 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 boy. Yeah, it's like this, the switch turn right when they get that second shot. Uh-huh. Second shot. Uh-huh. The old folks restless, too, but it's okay. You know, let we going to let our grandmas live. You know what I'm saying? Let them live it up. I let them live. Yeah, pray for him. Pray, I'll pray. Yeah, pray for him. Let him live. That's the that's the <laughs> that's that's the summer twenty twenty one. Pray for him and let him live. Cause I'm gonna be in the streets too. Whenever I get my second, I shot. know it. I know it. I know I've, it. I already got. I can't wait for vaccinated yoga. I'm I'm gonna be in the spin classes. I'm gonna go to brunch. I don't even go to brunch like that. I don't do brunch like that. But I'm going to brunch. You're going to do all the stuff you passed by last yeah, year, yeah. year before last. I got a year to make up, so That's definitely. Right. Listen, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. See, I got a little bit of, all right, so I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret, you know what I'm saying? So your boy is getting uh, Invisalign on uh, Wednesday. Oh. My trades come in, right? So I'm going to just lay low for like, I think I ain't gonna lie. I got like eighteen months though, so So I'm just gonna lay. No, listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna lay low for like the first six, you know, six months. You know, stack my paper, let the Invisalign do its thing. When I start seeing some results, your boy gonna pop out crazy. I'm gonna be in the crib doing push-ups and shit. (laughs) Watch, it's gonna be a uh, if it's a hot grandma spring, it's gonna be a hot Jerry winter. 
Oh you feel me? no! I'm t- I'm popping out with turtlenecks, chains on. You're gonna be showing out at your little Christmas party. What ugly sweater, <laughs> ugly sweater shenanigans? <laughs> we going oh, crazy this winter. Yep. We already got enough videos of you. So. Listen, more hey, more life, more videos. Let me live. <laughs> Pray for me, dog. That's all I ask. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the name of the episode right there. Let him live and pray for him. Pray for me. Hot right. Jerry Winner. Hot Jerry Winner. Don't play with him. But yeah, so what so what did you see in the news, Nettie? Ooh, what did I see? You, like, remember the, you know the past couple weeks we be like, I don't know. It ain't uh-huh. really nothing happened. But now it's like, all right. You got a couple notable things popping off. <laughs> a, Derek Jackson. Lord. I'm pretty sure everybody know all the trials and tribulations he put yeah. that poor woman through. Let's just do the- a high-level recap on Derek. What? <laughs> <laughs> you got to be some type of uh, person. I don't know how to describe it. To do a third-person video of yourself. But in his third-person video, he did not really critique himself how he would usually critique someone like <laughs> Other himself. People? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. when someone was like, yeah, he would tell his wife to break up with him. That's it. Yeah. So, like... My thing is, I don't know why he decided to do that video in the first place. Like, it, it's so uncomfortable. Like, you which, make a which statement. Which video? The one the with his wife? The first one with his wife, where he's holding oh, her yeah. hand all strong and shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is my baby. I cheated on her and she's still here. Ha, ha, ha. Like, that's the vibe mm-hmm. it gave me. And I'm just like, nah, I don't like it's that. problem. A lot of people have been throwing around the word narcissist. I've heard that. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I could see, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the man, but it, look a little, it looks a little sus. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, especially with the last allegation about the most recent mistress who's like a surgeon. Yeah. Okay, now she was saying that... I heard that she was saying he blocked her on social media so she didn't know he was, like, married. Oh, uh, I think she said he blocked her. She wasn't really on social media, and I think she said he blocked her from seeing his videos on Facebook. I mean, sorry, not Facebook. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, I mean that. If you're doing all that, bro, come on, man. Like that's some shiesty stuff. Like it's you know just how lame. you got to keep that lie going. And yeah, bro. She like, didn't know he had. Lame. She didn't know he had kids. I think. Oh, the boy got kids. Yeah, he got kids. They was talking about the car seat that be in the back of the videos. Oh shit! So the boy got a wife and kids. He out here lying to folks. I, I mean, it, it's. It's wild. So Derek, so I, I've been seeing a lot of Derek Jackson versus Kevin Samuels spoofs oh, on, on the internet. Lord. Yo, <laughs> yo, there's this dude named um, Tattoo Man Page on Instagram. He, yo, he be killing Kevin Samuels like he got he that need down to pat. Be killed. <laughs> I'm saying like he be impersonating him. And he be killing yeah. the impersonation, and uh, he he has him down pat right. So he had one of his homies. And they went live together, and his homie was acting like Derek Jackson, and he was acting like Kevin Samuels, and it's pure comedy. Like, you got to go check it out. It's ridiculous. Oh, I know the one where he, Kevin Samuels, by himself had me rolling. Yeah, so you can imagine him and Derek Jackson. They had the wife in the background, too. 
with the oh, bonnet Lord. on. Oh, yeah. Lord. Crazy. The uh, helmet of something. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, all right. I, so I want to get into that a little bit. So, Stop. Like, just, no, just, just, just a little bit. Not the helmet. Not the helmet. Oh, God. Please. But don't. can we take a second to address, like, okay, I'm a fan of religion in general. Because I feel like religion is an institution for order. And you need order in this chaotic world, right? Mm-hmm. Not everybody's a thought leader, so not everybody's going to know what to do when and what their moral code is, so they need a code of ethics, right? I get mm-hmm. it. But I feel like there's a line, a thin line, between being like a devout Christian and like a cult follower of the Christian faith. Yeah. And I feel like... Derek Jackson's wife was giving me cult follower vibes. Ooh, yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, she's justifying all of his actions with the word of God and stuff. Like, I, I, listen, logic has to kick in at some point. And you, yeah. and it's, it's one thing to forgive somebody. And you're like, okay, look, I know you did wrong. You know, you got to deal with that. But I love you. I'm going to forgive you. But there's another thing to be like, I've got my, I'm a soldier of Christ and I've got my helmet on ready for bed. Like, that's right. a lot, yo. Why can't it be like God is actually trying to show you who this dude really it's is? It's a sign, bruh. Like, bruh. it's clear as day. Like, you bruh. cannot have all this strife in your life. You're not, mo- like, people. Right. Are bad. Like, <laughs> yo, your so, boy Derek, that boy bad. That's a bad boy. He, <laughs> he got a little too much dip on his chip. Too much. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. 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 Derek is is uh yeah, but his wife, you know, she I now keep in mind, I don't know the woman at all. You know, I don't know what her background is, what she's going through, or her mental state, you know. I don't know. But from what I've seen, I just feel like like that that's a lot, man. It's mm-hmm. The video, the initial video in itself made me a little uncomfortable. I'm not even gonna lie. You see her do the video by herself, mm-hmm. and it's just like, why would he put her out there in the first place? Not saying that he should have hidden her, but to when he brings her out, it's during a traumatic life experience, right? To share with the world. That ain't no way to. He should have just had her on the side so she wouldn't have to get all this criticism that she's getting now. You know, I wonder, I mean, I, I, we got to figure out if she, how much of a role she played in that. Like, did she want exposure? Did she not? Because, I mean, on one hand, it's like, damn, you got your wife out here going through this stuff and she's got to deal with the backlash. But on the other hand, she's making videos and posts and addressing things too. So it's like, well, is she with it? Is she not? We don't know. You know what I'm saying? True. But I know one thing, that criticism is heavy. I Yeah, that's a fact. That's Either a fact. way, if she wanted it or not, that's something that's not going to be easy to take. Maybe for him, it might be a little bit easier because like he's gone back and forth with people on the internet. She doesn't have that kind of like internet placement. So it's definitely got to be a little bit new for her to be getting the criticism herself. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, just to be real honest, I'm I'm concerned a little bit for I'm interested to see how her mental health is shaking up because like I said, man, just to this to see how she's been reacting to this stuff and to see her posture in the video 
and to hear her talk through her being a soldier for Christ and all that in the individual video, I, you know, it just makes me question like her mental stability, like on a serious note. Mm-hmm. And to your point with the added criticism, I just hope that she's okay and I hope that she ends up being okay after this is all said and done. So yeah. if y'all listening and y'all got slick little comments and stuff like that, just keep that in mind too. You know what I'm saying? Because we on one side we we behind phones and computers, but on the other side somebody has to wear the emotional brunt of that. Yeah. So yeah, that's tragic. Pray for her. Let her live, man. Speaking of prayers, uh, this little Nas X shoe. Oh man. All right. <laughs> So a lot of people, a lot of people were up in arms. I actually had a conversation with one of my homegirls uh, on Instagram about this. She was like, "Man, we need to be canceling Nike because, you know, they shouldn't support this." So I did a little digging just to because I didn't know about it, and I found out, you know, Nike kind of distanced themselves from that whole situation. Mm-hmm. They were basically saying like, "Hey, this is a custom job. Nas X partner with a third party company, and they." produce that shoe and Nike has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, it, it's a lot of other details with it, but I, salute to Nike for getting in front of that because that's a whole, you know, I don't think they want that publicity. Well, no, clearly not because it just came out that they suing them. Who suing who? Nike suing, I think, was it called Mischief or something? Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. For what? Uh, I don't know, but I just read it on Facebook. That's crazy. I mean, cause at the end of the day, I I mean, I guess they could sue him for maybe like, I don't know, because at the end of the day, there's a bunch of shoe customizers out there. Mm-hmm. The the shoe culture is made of that. I think is it gonna um, open the door for them to sue to be able to sue a whole bunch of other like smaller entities that do customizations. Well, if it goes to court and Nike wins, it would set precedent for that for sure. Yeah. So we would just have to see how that plays out. But I, I, it depends on what they sue them for. That's that's the thing. Because they already made a, like, I don't know if it's a heaven shoe or a Jesus shoe. They already did that shoe. Who they, Nike? No, the customizers. They already did, uh, like, some type of heaven shoe. Kind of like the opposite of the Satan shoe. Oh, okay. So they didn't sue him for that. So right, hmm. and I think that's why it matters what they're suing him for because you know from a legal standpoint, we got to remember the the way that certain legal processes go is that whatever you're suing somebody for, you have to defend that particular point. It's not necessarily about the bigger picture. It's about what I'm bringing you to court for. So it could be for slander, it could be for defamation, it could be for copyright infringement, it could be for a number of different things, and each one of those things are different and and will play out differently in court. Right. Also, just the the simple fact that the shoe has a drop of blood, a pentagram, a scripture, it just sounds like all the ingredients for a sacrifice or a spell or some sort of yeah some sort of evil ritual and i was like oh i'm good i feel like i honestly i feel like that's a whole gimmick uh to be real now i did read an article from i think it was on like cnn it was like a reputable source a big media company and they were saying that uh the company uh what is it called mischief Mm-hmm. i think the, it's mischief yeah, the drop of blood came from the employees of the company. Yeah. Now, I I don't 
Look, that could be real, it could not be real, but I feel like that's a whole gimmick, you know? It's something really highly controversial that a lot of people will be up in arms about. It'll get, at, at the very least, a lot of attention. And there's they said that they're only making 666 pairs. So and it's like, s- at least... Go they ahead. sold out in less than a minute. I was about to say, it's at least that many rebels out there that just want to make shake it up and make noise. On mm-hmm. top of the fact that it's still an authentic Nike shoe... So as far as like the shoe culture, that's going to create resale value and it's going to create exclusivity. And so mm-hmm. that secondary market for that particular shoe, no matter what the controversy is, is going to be valuable later. Yeah. So, I mean, shout out to them for marketing and, and the whole gimmick. But it's, I think it's in poor taste. And, um, you know, I, I, I just think it, you, you, they could have used their time and, and resources a lot better. But, you know. We're in a capitalistic society, so shout out to them for making money. Mm-hmm. Let them live. Pray for them. Pray for them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so uh, other news. Issa Rae. Um, Issa Rae struck a $40 million deal with Warner Media mm-hmm. for film and TV. And I just want to say, I mean, I know a, a lot of people are on the Issa Rae train now because of Insecure and all of her movies and stuff like that. But I want to say thank you to um, one of my ex-girlfriends from college back in like 2000, I want to say 11 or 12. She introduced me to YouTube Issa Rae when she was awkward black girl. She had that little series. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this girl funny as hell. I it was love like, that series. You did? Did yeah. you see it back when it was Yeah, back then? I saw it back then. I was yeah. like fresh out of college, but I saw, I related heavily Yeah, I mean, even as a young black man, like I didn't necessarily relate to it, but seeing my girlfriend at the time relate to it, and and just seeing another side that was funny and and dynamic like that, it was like, damn, this is this is dope. I hope she goes far. And it was just like a little thought, you know, in the back of my head. Didn't think twice about it. And then insecure rose around. Of course, a lot of us supported it because of that. And -hmm. now this is wild. Like, so congratulations to Issa Rae, man. That's a big, huge. Deal, and I think yeah. her voice needs to be heard more. She also just uh, announced her umbrella company. It's oh, called yeah. Hooray. Yeah. So Talk under about it. under it, it's gonna. I don't know all the companies, but I guess Issa Rae Productions is under it. Mm-hmm. Um, Radio, her record label is under it. Um, oh. There's another thing I can't remember. Color something, but like all of her like entities, she put them under Hooray. And I was like, okay. That's dope. She had and a drop. Honestly, go ahead. Oh, she had a drop for her umbrella company. That was pretty cool. What kind of drop? Like merch? It was just a YouTube video. Oh, okay. okay but she okay. just talked and described, like she talked about it in detail. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's super dope, man. I'm I'm all the way here for that. Oh, I saw something else in the news oh, that I okay. want to talk about. Um, so there's a, a, a representative, her name is Park Cannon. And um, when Brian Kemp was signing that bill into, into order where it kind of stifles voting rights and it makes it illegal for you to pass water bottles to voters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, during the signing of that bill, Park Cannon and a bunch of other people were kind of trying to get into the room where they were meeting. Kemp and them locked the doors. Park was, like, knocking on the door to see what was going on. Police officers arrested her, and this is, like, a whole big hoopla. Like, damn, you know, because here we are in 2021, 
and we're seeing things that are reminiscent of Jim Crow. And um, to, to be specific, Park Cannon is a state representative for Georgia. Yes. And Brian Kemp is the governor of Georgia. That is correct. Okay. So she should have been, she should have had access to that room. Number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, um, her being arrested for knocking on the door. Like, there's so many pieces that are problematic with that situation, but it's just indicative of, like, the times that we live in. And yeah. even though we live in this metropolis called Atlanta, we still live in Georgia, which is the Deep South, Deep South Bible Belt, uh, Jim Crow area, and that stuff is still alive and well, and we're seeing that in this this uh, I mean, instance right here. They're doing everything they can to, like, stop the... Impending a democratic stronghold that Georgia can become. True, which is why it's important for everyone, no matter what your political stance is, to become informed, care about this stuff, and get active because there's there's more than one one um, voting cycle. It's not just the presidential elections every four years. Uh, there are interim elections that happen all the time, and we have to be aware of those. Right. And I think I don't think Georgia has learned their lesson because clearly this happened before where mm-hmm. they suppressed the votes. Mm-hmm. People remembered that and they were mad and they yep. got up and voted and voted. And yep. you see what happens. So you want to make people mad again? Cool. We'll just, you know, keep this thing going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really think the onus is definitely on us as a people because we we get up and vote, and then that's it. We go back and live our normal lives, right? But on the other hand, we have people who are civic leaders who it's, their, it's literally their job to represent us. And I think that they do a great job campaigning when it's election time, but I think that it's it, we have poor advertisement when... We have poor advertisement around the things we can do in the interim. A lot of us have to find out on our own what to do and be individual advocates for those things to do. And, you know, yes, it's our civic duty. Like, it's our responsibility to know that. But I feel like we should have a little more help from our elected officials, like, on their websites and ad campaigns and things like that to help us find out, like, this is where you need to be at this time and these things are important. Uh, the park cannon situation is just like I feel it makes me angry, but it's not like it's unheard of, and I'm right. kind of sad about that. That it's not unheard of. That yeah. unfortunately she's and uh she's a representative, and that's great, but she's in a uh red state that is grasping at straws to do whatever it can can to disenfranchised voters you know i compartmentalize it and be like all right this is going on but you know don't let it get you upset <laughs> like yeah just, just put it in a box over here with all the other stuff i mean talk about what a year man we we had a full-blown pandemic that's still going on we had a crazy ass election where our old ass president can't even walk up a set of stairs oh no <laughs> And and now we're dealing with voter <laughs> suppression yet again in our beautiful red state of Georgia. What a year. He got a Peloton. I don't understand why he had problems uh, walking up the stairs. That boy old, man. <laughs> Let him live. 
Pray for They be running everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, yo. Did you see all of the memes about yes. how Kamala and Joe got into office and all they've been doing is taking photos? She's walking. Just pictures of them walking. <laughs> yo, we that shit it. had me dying, bro. <laughs> they ain't doing nothing. Them kids is still at the border. Where are my student loan forgiveness? Bruh. Where is it? Bruh, student loan forgiveness? Talking about the kids at the border? We've had a hell of a year, man. Yeah, people burnt out. As hell. I'm burnt out. I had to take a whole week off, and I ain't even go nowhere. Yeah, I just ah. had to take a mental break, you know what I mean? Yeah. This shit crazy, man. This it, we we living in some, some notable, crazy, scary times right now. Definitely. Ugh. But it's okay. We're going to let everybody live, and we're going to pray for them. We're going to pray for them. <laughs> pray for them. So, uh, grown go, tip. going on to the grown tip of the week, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry, what you got, don't Jerry? Nah, don't, don't ask me cause shit, I think, you know, the only thing that I would have to say is like when it comes down to like your grass, uh, the season is changing, trees is skeeting all over the place. No. It's time. <laughs> don't let that be you. Do not get skeeted on today or tomorrow. Okay, but um, yeah, the trees are doing their thing, getting busy in the jungle, and uh, it's a good time because uh, your grass is starting to come back alive to lay down your fertilizer and your weed and feed so that you can go into the next season with some nice green grass if you own a home. Uh, so that's my grown tip of the week, man. Go go to Lowe's, go to your local Lowe's, get you like a bag of that stuff and, and get it going. And if you don't feel like getting your hands dirty, pay somebody because we don't have time for nasty yards this uh, this summer. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> the snakes in my Triggered. grass. <laughs> okay. What you got, Nettie? Um, I have uh start slowly investing more toward quality jewelry pieces. Okay. So, um, you know, with summer coming, people want to show out, look good. People have a little bit more money or less. I don't know, depending on if you got the stimmy or not. Maybe you can put some aside towards some jewelry pieces so you don't have to keep rebuying the same. Like, I know a lot of people use costume jewelry, mm-hmm. but it only lasts for a certain amount of time. And you have to keep rebuying. And then you end up spending over time probably more than what you would have if you just had got like a statement piece. True. So, um, I guess ideally, ideally you would want to have like high quality chains or high quality fine jewelry with stones. And the best way to do that is to, um, wherever you buy a question to seller where it originated, that's really important because mm-hmm. we do not like, we do not want conflict stones or conflict jewelry. Cause you just don't want that bad juju on your jewelry that you'd be wearing every day. Mm-hmm. So it's important to just try to see if you can figure that out. See if you can get some certification papers. Mm-hmm. Um, ask someone who's more experienced in buying jewelry. Like, hey, does this look good? What do you think? Something like that. Right. Um, also, um, a lot of times box stores, kind of like Macy's or JCPenney, Nordstrom, they might be inflating the prices of jewelry, of the fine jewelry. Definitely are. But when you see them going out of business, 
like really about the store about the clothes, run to that jewelry department. <clears throat> Macy's Greenbrier. <clears throat> <laughs> Stop the game, mom. Run to that. Uh, oh, they going out of business for real? Hell yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, that's oh lord. So um, I gotta go there. But like, run to that jewelry department because mm-hmm. um, if they really about the clothes, they trying to get all their inventory off. And like, as the days go on and on, the um, fine jewelry will get cheaper and cheaper. Mm-hmm. So that's where I found a couple of easy pieces. And like, you don't have to like get just a whole bunch of types of jewelry. You can start off with like maybe getting a rope chain, maybe maybe getting a hair and bone chain. Maybe a cable chain. <laughs> Maybe a cable chain. Uh, is it Figaro, Figaro, like like Figaro, one of yeah. Figaro, like one of those mm-hmm. chains, and then like you can wear those chains, like make them look nice, silver, gold, whatever your preference is, and then uh, to like add it up. Maybe you can start adding a pendant or something mm-hmm. to. Um, you know, adding it to the different chains to change up your look a little bit. And I know with uh, women, a lot of women buy costume jewelry because they have like ornate designs on the necklaces. Mm -hmm. And if you were to buy those same designs in actual gold, they would be thousands of dollars. And I know that's a lot. But an alternative is to buy gold plated it will last a little bit longer and it won't give you like maybe if you have allergic reaction, the allergic reaction on your neck. Or the green on your neck. Yeah. <laughs> if it's gold plated, <laughs> it shouldn't do that. And you can also still clean the gold plated jewelry if you're looking for those like super ornate designs. All right. So can I talk to the fellas real quick? Mm-hmm. So, all right, fellas, listen, at the end of the day, you can do what you want. So I'm going to put that disclaimer out there first, and then I'm going to tell y'all the real deal. So me personally, I think, fellas, you know, with the society that we live in, um, you know, competition between men, women looking at, you know, jewelry and, and flashy, expensive things as status, I would say if you are going to invest in jewelry, like invest in it and spend you spend a couple hundred dollars on pieces, I would say go with, you know, Real gold jewelry. Now, a less expensive option or alternative is hollow jewelry. So, for instance, if you have like a, let's say a rope chain or like a a Cuban or a Figaro chain, you have a, a, a solid piece, which is like full gold, like it's solid gold. And then you have a hollow piece that it's made of real gold, but it's just not full all the way through the middle. And so, you know, gold silver, platinum, those things are sold by the weight. And so naturally a a hollow chain or bracelet or whatever is going to be less expensive. Um, The other thing that you can do, I'm a fan of buying solid gold jewelry because it lasts forever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it's an investment piece. You can kind of pass it down generations. Um, So that's one thing. The second thing is pricing. When you're looking at... um, the prices of jewelry, I, I'm I've been experienced with buying gold myself, but not not the other materials. So I'll tell you all about gold. Um, you can go online and look at two places to find out a benchmark for the price of gold per ounce. And um, number one is just Google gold per ounce. 
But number two, you can look at, um, there's a jeweler online. His name is Jacoji, And he's a, he's a guy that has an online store. And he sells real solid gold jewelry. And he tells you the price per gram. And so you can take that and you can go to your jewelry store, a jeweler or whatever. And if you're looking at a chain and it's like, okay, this chain is 50 grams. You know, if, if gold is $50 a gram, you do the math. That's how much that chain should cost. But a lot of times they inflate the cost of that jewelry like three, four, five, six X. So a chain that might cost 2000 they might have it for seven and be like, oh, we can take off 40%. Nah, they could take off 60-70% because they got it marked all the way off. Mm-hmm. Up. So, you know, keep that in mind too when y'all are buying jewelry. Just kind of be savvy. Do some research before you dive head in. But definitely, just like Nettie said, invest in some real pieces, some statement pieces because, fellas, y'all don't want your neck turning green. You don't want the ladies oh, you, getting at you, man. Just invest in some real... Hold off until you get a you can get a real one. Yeah, I mean, also, well, there are jewelry pieces like the the plastic jewelry, the wood jewelry, um, mm, the true. different kinds of jewelry. Those are cool. Like you know, they're not gonna like give you reactions, but yeah. that other stuff will give you reactions, and it does not last long. So yeah. it would be good to start investing if you haven't already, or invest some more into some nice necklaces, bracelets. Move on to the watches. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the watches is a whole different. Yeah, <laughs> might have to wait a second, but you know. Yeah, dude, set some set some uh, ambitious work goals or side hustle goals so that if you want that Hublot or that Roly or that Panerai or whatever, you know what I'm saying, you can really step out and get it. The other thing too, man, if you're looking at expensive watches, um, pawn shops, um, Rolexes, oh, yeah. for instance, right. A Rolex is a watch that, I mean, honestly, if you look at like a day date or even a date just where it's just a little the little date bubble and it doesn't have the day of the week on it, a date just is a really, it's a classic look. It's a popular watch and they've been making the watch for years on end. So you might be able to get a watch from 1970 that looks the same as a watch that was made in 2021. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, it might not be the same size, right? It might be a little smaller because they were making them smaller back in the day, but the Rolex holds its value. Yeah. So, you know, you might be able to cop a Roly for three, four, five thousand, but a watch you, you cop it today, it might be ten. It is that's a good idea. Go to the pawn shops. I I would say go to any anything that's going out of business, like first. Mm. That's mm-hmm. like that's been the key for me. <laughs> Places mm-hmm. that's going out of business, I'm just like, ooh, let me go get like a little necklace or some little earrings or mm-hmm. you know whatever. But it's all the it ain't like trying to be vain or whatever. Like I just need to be all dripped in gold or whatever. It's just to like make you feel good. Yeah, and I'm gonna just be pretentious real quick for like two seconds. If y'all ever see me with a, a, a name brand watch on, like a Ro- Rolex, a high quality ro- watch, just know that shit ain't going to be no, it's not going to be, it's either going to be that Prezi motherfucker or that Sky Dweller. And that Sky Dweller is 36 racks. So just know I made it. When you see me with a oh, rolling on, just Lord. know I made it. I spent them bands on that bitch. Oh, Lord. Yeah. But that's it. That's why I don't have a Rolex because the one I want <laughs> costs an uh, arm and a leg. A car? Costs a car yeah yeah <laughs> so so yeah good shit man um grown tip of the week get you some real good jewelry and um and mow your grass treat your grass right treat your grass lay your side down <laughs> all 
Alright, so we can get into the dating and relationship moment, man. I wanna um I wanna talk to y'all about Nightmare Radio. Okay. So, um, shout out to them, man. I know I shouted them out at the beginning of the pod, but um Brittany and Isha, they they're they're two dope, dope, cool people. Uh they invited your boy to the um Nightmare Radio show. So shout out to them. I was able to shout out about 30 and all the cool stuff I had going on, but they have a, a visual on YouTube, and then they have their podcast on everywhere podcasts is streamed just like us. And um, one of the things that we talked about was like men and women, and basically, are you supposed? Do you have to communicate when when you're in the talking stage? When it progresses, when your feelings progress from okay, we talking to okay, I like you now. And I've been on Instagram like all week really posing questions and having some really cool dialect with people. And I learned a couple things. First thing that I learned is a lot of women feel like you do not have to communicate that feelings are changing if your actions are showing that feelings are, that things are changing. So in, for instance, if you're talking to a woman and you're Showing her consistency. You're spending time. You're communicating with her. Y'all are going on dates. Um, you know, you, you're calling her on regular intervals. Those are things that women are picking up on and saying, okay, this man likes me and he's interested in a relationship. And a lot of the fellas are saying, hey, if I tell you that I'm just getting to know you, then I'm just getting to know you. And when I'm doing whatever it is that I'm doing... That's just, you know, I'm vibing with you. But it's not going to be a relationship until I say, hey, I'm ready to get into a relationship. Hmm. So it's there's been a lot of back and forth about that. Um, there are a good percentage of women that are on the same page as the fellas that are like, look, I done, I've been in a situation where I have my expectations up and I've had my heart broken before and I've learned not to expect anything. And then you've got some women that are like, look, I need to know straight up all the time like just tell me what it is um mm-hmm. if you ask me i think that i fall somewhere like in that middle area where it's like you know fellas don't be a dickhead and lead a woman on right like if you're getting to know her cool you know if y'all are starting to feel away like create an avenue for the two of you guys to express yourselves but at the same time ladies don't be scared to speak up like if you start liking this man tell him or if you start, if things start changing and you want a relationship, communicate that expectation because there are quite a few women that are walking around with these expectations and are, and then get mad when think the expectation is not met. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, so. I would say I think it has to be everything. Your actions have to match your words and your words have to match your actions. That's the only way that I can sit there and say, hey, we were perfectly clear that we're moving towards this path. If, right. If it's not, if it's just actions, then I'm going to have to be like, well, the actions say this, but he can be thinking a completely different thing. Or if he says something and the actions don't go, he's probably, he could not be serious. He could just be talking. So if actions match, match words, I think that's the best way and the most complete way you can know that y'all on the same track and i 
I have talked about this in therapy. Also, like, mm. it's um, when you said when the guy's ready, it kind of triggered me. I'm like, hmm, because in therapy, I <laughs> my it. therapist said, you know, you don't have to sit and wait for a guy to define a relationship. You don't. I and agree with that. You can say, hey, I'm feeling like this. Are you feeling this too? If you're not, hey, I can move on. Like, and that is like a way so you're not wasting your time or each other's time. Yes. Like, it, it is like the, it's like a good way to like, just know like, hey, you don't have to wait on nobody. You can say what you want. And if they're not matching it, then all right, cool. Move on. No hard feelings. I mean. You might be a little hurt because, you know, rejection is a thing, but, like, right. you can move on and you wouldn't have wasted, I don't know, months texting this dude, calling this dude, random FaceTimes all for nothing, you know? So, listen, I agree with that, Nettie, and I'll take it a step further. Any woman that is listening to this, I if you don't hear anything that I said, as a man who is in the dating world right now, who is open to communication and all that shit, I am telling you, it is your obligation to communicate your feelings. If you if if y'all are getting to know each other, then the expectation is set at the beginning. Hey, we're getting to know each other. That is what it is. When something changes on either side, it is that person's obligation to let the other person know things have changed. Whether it's the guy and he's saying, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Or he's saying, hey, I like you. Let's do it further. Or it's the girl who's saying, hey, I'm liking you now. But that's the secret sauce that like a lot of people are missing. And I don't want that to go over people's heads. It's like we have all of these things in society that get in the way, like fear of rejection or past experiences where, you know, women have been made to feel like they're nagging if they're saying, hey, what is this? But at the end of the day, to your point, Nettie, you, you gotta you gotta look out for the best interest of yourself first, right? Mm-hmm. And if you want to be in a relationship with somebody else and things are changing, you have to let them know because your expectations will change when your feelings change. Yeah. And if you don't communicate that, then your partner won't know what to live up to, and it'll be a perpetual state of unrest. Yeah, and I just want to acknowledge: yes, it's hard. It's not easy. Right. It's not easy at all. It's you just have that little lingering feeling of I could be rejected or what if they don't take this well. You kind of have to move that off and you have to kind of like step past that. But just to know, just like I just don't want to say it and be like, yeah, just just do this. It is hard. It's super hard. But like it's the courteous thing to do. And if you're really trying to work on your communication to go to the next step and the next step and the next step so you can continue to communicate your feelings effectively it's the best thing you could do honestly i feel like so first i i agree with you Nettie, right but to put emphasis on the importance of that communication it's kind of like this it i feel like a relationship is like a job at nasa right the goal in that relationship and I'm not talking about what I'm not talking about in the beginning when you meet somebody and you don't know what it's going to be. I'm talking about whatever the goal is. The goal obviously is to be with someone that you can spend your life with, right? So, if you want to get to that point, you got to treat it like it's that important. 
So mm-hmm. think about a job at NASA. If you have a, if you're interviewing for a job at NASA, you're not gonna go in there and leave shit on the table and be like, well, I don't want to ask about what the salary is because I don't want them to tell me no, or I don't want I don't want to ask them what my job um, responsibilities are because they're gonna think that I'm asking too much. It's like, yo, I'm gonna go to the fucking moon and I need y'all to know I need to know if I'm doing math equations like um like the girls from uh what's that movie. With hidden the black, figures. From hidden figures. Am I going to be hidden <laughs> figures or am I going to be Neil Armstrong? What am I doing? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I like to be, I, hey, I want to be Neil. I'm Neil. I want to be mm-hmm. out there on the moon, right? Mm-hmm. So so that's the thing. You got to communicate it. So I just I just want to say, you know, you, to your point, it's not like a, it's not a small thing. It is a big deal. Like communicating that is a big deal. And it's not easy. It is hard because of, like I said before, past experiences matter too, and that that plays a part in it. And the fear of rejection is a is a part of it. And whatever else it might be that's holding you back, it might be a personal thing that you know maybe maybe you're not like a, a person who kind of speaks out. You're not so outspoken, maybe. But whatever it is, look at it like, hey, this is an opportunity, and it's a very serious one, and I have to treat it as such. And my job is to communicate when things change. That's the way that I right. see it, you know? And I, I just feel like a lot of people would would be saved from a lot of heartache if they understood and implemented that point right there. Yeah, it's it's a lot, but it is it weighs a lot on you sometimes. I don't it depends mm-hmm. on the person. Like those feelings that you just want to get out, you just want to get them out whether they're good or they're bad. You just want to say them, you just want to like go ahead and get them out somehow. When you mm-hmm. get them out, it's just like it's just like everything. I know I'm a I have a lot of feelings and I mm-hmm. want to tell uh, a lot of guys everything and I, my friends be like, "Nah, save that. Save it. Save it." <laughs> Cuz sometimes you know, sometimes you know I do need to save some stuff. Like everybody don't need everything. But that's true. <laughs> like they don't get everything. You just need to know to give them enough that relates to the situation. See, see, I, I'm actually glad that you brought that up because you brought up, I guess, the opposite side of what I go through sometimes. Because the the and it's all because of the social construct that we live in, right? Because. As a man, I do that as well. Like when I'm sharing and communicating, I'm giving all of what I feel like and I'm giving it up front and consistently throughout. Mm-hmm. And so I choose to do that because that's what just happens to make me feel comfortable, but it affects me adversely because what it what it ends up doing is it makes me quote unquote different than other guys. Mm-hmm. And then it creates like a Almost like a false sense of of I don't want to say false sense, but like an inflated sense of, of of attraction, because it's like, oh my God, he's a guy who he's about his business and all of this superficial stuff, and he communicates too, and then it's like, you know, it's it, you're easily blinded by that, and then you're not paying attention to all of the other shit. Like me as a person, like I have shortcomings too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know that's the that's the things that I'm dealing with. So I I wanted to share that because you you said that you want to share all of your thoughts and your feelings, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to tell you you know the the other side to that. Like as a man who does that, yeah, that you know it it gets crazy on the other side of that too. Yeah, I'm still trying to find about the balance because 
I I want to work on expressing myself mm-hmm. and saying things that come to mind more often. Mm-hmm. Some of the things I should have kept. Some of the things I should have kept. Some things like, Lynette, why are you thinking about that right now? Some of the things that pop in my head are wild. Mm. And I just want to share that sometimes. So, like, I I bring them out just to see how they take it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a lot of time, half the time is good. Half the time they be like, what? So, one, I do want to work on sharing my actual feelings for the person. And Uh two, I want to work on communicating my feelings about other things. Mm. Like, when to share it, when to not share it, or when to, like, slowly introduce the plethora of random ideas and thoughts that's in my head. To be honest... I think that I'm a fan of always sharing the random thoughts and ideas because I feel like at the baseline, that's the safest thing to share. Because, I mean, that's you as a person, one, right? And if they don't like it, it's like it's not attached to them. It's not like you're saying, I don't like your shirt. I don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If If you express a viewpoint about something that has nothing to do with them, it's like, okay, you can disagree, but they can they can separate themselves from it. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. And it gives the other person a, a really a chance to get to know you for real, you know? So I feel like that, for me, would be the first thing that I start expressing, you know? Yeah, but I don't want to just, like, start, like, doing the whole word vomit with them like I can do with my well, friends. Yeah. I got to, like, yeah. all right, all right, can I give you some more? Uh, all right, you want some more? You can handle some more? Like that. That's, so, that's a good-ass point, like, check-ins. Mm-hmm. I, that, I, that's one of the things that I was talking about on on social media this past week. I think check-ins are very important, you know, like temperature checks, how are you feeling? But also to your point, like in a conversation, like, hey, is this, is it okay if I continue? Yeah, that's something that my therapist stressed is constantly checking in with the person to see like mm-hmm. how you doing and how you feeling about each other. Even though y'all have known each other for I don't know, six months. Y'all need, y'all definitely need another temperature check. Listen, uh, prior to six months. I want to say this, and I've said it before. I said it on the, on the, the Nightmare Radio Show. I said it on Instagram, and I'm going to say it here. Time is relative to experience. So a lot of times, I find a lot of women particularly get caught up on time. And I'm not coming at you, Nettie. I'm just saying in general, just for people that's listening. Like, the time has nothing to do with anything if it's not attached to experiences. So, like, in your example of, like, six months or even a year or two years or three years, it's about what happened in those six months, in those two years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the that's the indicator. That's the thing that's important. That's the thing that's going to change the outcome of certain things. Because you could be talking to a dude for 10 years on and off, and it's like, if y'all just texting here and there for 10 years, yeah, you knew him for 10 years and y'all was talking, but how much did y'all get to know each other? You know, mm-hmm. well, you know that. so that that's the part that I want to stress for everybody else that's listening to because that shit got to stop, yo. The, the, the time, that, that's, that's, not, that's not the variable. Time is not the one. The experience is the one, you know? Yeah, but you, I feel like time does have things to do with it. Well, 
does have to do with it as far as temperature checks because mm. it'll let you know like hey such and such has gone by and I still don't know how they're feeling about such and such after these events have happened so like maybe yes. enough time has went by for like six major uh, two or three major events have happened that could change the way how you see about each other then but you see, can you, you brought up a good point though Take take time out of that. What you just said was two or three or six events happened. Two or three or six events could happen in a very eventful week. It could happen in a month. It could happen in six months. But it's about those events. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think you should kind of like you. I don't think I don't. I disagree with that. I don't think it's about events. I think it's more. I would say it's more time based. Uh, I, I, I mean. I, Listen, I, I respect your opinion, but if you look at, if you go back to the drawing board and look at it, I, th- that's the common denominator with women in relationships. Yeah, I mean, I I think you should, well, one, time is, like, valuable. If you value your time, you want to check in, like, hey, like, you're not, a lot of times people aren't thinking, like, hey, we had this event, we had this event, we had this event, like, counting on their fingers to think of, hey... We've been dating, I don't know, three months. Maybe but that's the pro- that's the problem, Nettie. That's the Nettie. Th- that's the that what you just said is the actual problem. Like that's why relationships with with miscommunications and people being off kilter and not comfortable. But what's not the problem with like if if that's how you see it and you don't see it as event based? What's mm-hmm. the problem with saying, "Hey, it's been three months. I want to check in with someone." No, there's nothing wrong with that. I that's agree that's what with... I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Just like checking in, like, hey, such and such time has gone by. I want to check in with them again to see if they still feeling the same way. And that's I, cool. It, that's that's all I mean. I don't. I'm not trying to like say anything else based on time. It's just checking in. Okay, so okay, so check ins based on the amount of time that y'all seeing each other. Yes, because a lot of times you're not gonna think about, oh, we had three events. Let me check in. It's like, oh, we've been together X amount of time. Let me see if he feels the same way. I think it's mm. easier to track time than track events or track. Mm. I mean, I respectfully, I I disagree. Like, I'm okay with te- checking in in general, no matter what your what your reason is, whether it be time based or event based. But I'm trying to I'm trying to share something that I feel like is important for all people to understand. And I respect if you feel differently, but I really believe that, like, that's where people get fucked up at. It's like, they're looking at, like, oh, we've been talking for two months. So? So? Two months and what? What? Like, what? Did you guys but, did you guys go to a sip and paint in a, in, in a museum in those two months? Or did you guys have really deep, intrinsic conversations and you met his mama in two months? Because that matters. But the two months is like, okay. So, again, that's that's where we differ. Because the way... I've been taught to think of well I've been way the way I've been shown to think about things it's like mm-hmm. if you think it's important it's important so yeah, okay yes if, if you think like hey I feel like I should have this in a certain amount of months um basically there's not a lot of ways to quantify a relationship like what you should so yes, you, there if, are. Well, <laughs> yes, I there are. I don't. I don't. I think you should be able to say, "Hey, 
I feel like in such and such amount of time, I should have a feel for it. I wouldn't say, hey, he should have a ring and blah, blah, blah. But I should have a feel for knowing how he feels about me. So, oh. Nettie, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me pose this example to kind of express my point, right? Because you brought up something very important. You said, in, su- in such and such amount of time, I should have a feel for how he feels about me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, let's say you're talking to a dude that lives in a different state, right? And he's, he's climbing the corporate ladder, so he's busy at work, right? And then on the other side, you, I'm not saying you're talking to two dudes at one time, but just for the sake of the example, talking to another guy that lives five minutes from you, same state, he's very established in his job, and he's got a lot of free time, right? So that time component is the thing that we're, we're, modif- that we're talking about here. So dude in the other state, he's in a, another state, he doesn't have a lot of time, but he's really into you, he likes you. Dude that is here is really into you, and he really likes you. The dude that's here, you guys are able to see each other, shit, every other day for real. The dude across that's in another state, you're able to see him. You may be able to talk to him on the phone once a week, whatever. These dudes like you the same amount, but you guys are not spending the same amount of time. Based on the example that I gave you with the few variables that I said, are you? do you feel like you would be able to gauge that they both feel the same way about you? Mm. No, but the the import the but that has to do with. So I guess when I say time, it's like time is valuable. We are bound in time. We have a limited amount of time. Yes. So if I feel like I'm just drifting in the wind, waiting for someone, like it goes to the thing, like don't wait for someone to define your relationship. Yes. Go ahead and say what you need to say because. They could not be here tomorrow. Like that's true. You only have so much time, women. We only if you don't unless well you can freeze your eggs. But we only have so much time to get started on families. Like we are constricted by time. So I feel like a lot of men be like, yeah, don't say I need a ring in this amount of time or we need to be dating in this amount of time. But we literally have a time constriction. You could not be here tomorrow mm-hmm. I want to experience everything I can experience with you yes and th- so so I agree with what you're saying I think that your focus is on the wrong variable so hear me out you're right we are bound by time but time is the one thing that we cannot control so if you're talking about you know, I want to be. I want to be married and have kids. Okay, there are events that have to happen in order for you to have those. So instead of focusing on, hey, I want to make sure that I know that you're feeling me in the first three months, and then in the first year I want to be married, and then in the first two years I want to have kids. No, it's like these are the things that need to happen in order for me to know if you're feeling me. These are the things that need to happen for me to feel comfortable being in a relationship with you. These are the things that need to happen to make me feel comfortable having a kid with you and being married. And experience those things as fast as you can. Because time is the secondary variable. You can't control that. But what you can control is the events. So I, I feel what you're saying, but I feel like a lot of women are losing because they get consumed by the notion of the time 
and they're not focused on the events. It's like they fast track the important shit. I I guess that's where I, I, I disagree. Cause again, I I don't I'm not gonna time bound myself. Just I wanna make that clear. I'm yeah. not time bounding myself like I need this by this, this by this, this by this. But if after a certain amount of time I should have a general idea about what this situation is gonna be. It's not about time. It's about it is experiences. About, it's, it is about time because the thing is about feelings. If yes, you and, and, feel, and how do you gain feelings? You don't gain feelings from time. You gain the, feelings from from experiencing the, things. The feeling is based off time. So, no, 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 it is. Let me explain. I've, I've been with you for this long. And I'm not thinking about this, but like, yeah, we've been talking for a while. I feel like he should be telling me like how he feel how we feeling right now based off therapy i don't have to wait for him to tell me how he feels i need to go ahead and say it i don't but, want i don't I'm, i don't want to be like well this needs to happen and blah 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 i time is i feel like time is like it's not you don't want to time bound yourself but you want to be cognizant that yes. you don't have all the time in the world. And yes, I feel yes, like yes. men men are be like, oh, we get like I feel like men don't are not cognizant of time. So like, I wanna address I wanna address what's happening in my opinion. I think there's two there's like two sets of variables happening. So yes, women are bound by time, a time constraint, the biological clock, the ability to have children safely and healthy by a certain age. So that creates a time constraint for women so it puts a different lens on relationships dating priorities what's important so so time is important you know what i'm saying i I get that and i agree with that right furthermore men sometimes don't consider that when they're making their decisions in dating relationships because we are not bound by that same time constraint so i i want to acknowledge that piece of it too like a man can be like, yeah, I'm just playing a field, chilling, like, you know, figuring this shit out. He can say that at 30, 32, 35. Whereas a woman, if she wants kids, she's like, all right, I, I need to, like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? But how fortunate. Okay. That's a, <laughs> yes. That's another, yes. That's another, like, that's this, another privilege. That's what I'm and saying. I I'm like, I, I, I don't think you should time bound things like I need this and this, but. I'm not gonna knock somebody who does who does do that because they might they ha- they might be on a limited time space to where they can do things. My thing is this: you, I cannot accurately assess the person who is time bound because I don't know what their criterion is. It's time and something else that's important. What I mean is, you can be focused and be like, look. I'm 30, okay? I got like five good years to be making babies and shit. And that means that, you know, in these next, I'm going to be intentional about the men that I choose to, to entertain and what I choose to do because in five years, I want kids. So I want to be having some babies. And, and here's the important part though these are the things that need to happen in order for me to have those kids. And that's the important part that I feel like more women should spend time on. I think you should and could be focused on time, but I feel like there's other variables. Like women need to know what are the things that a man needs in order to be your man. And 
besides materialistic, like emotionally, what does he need? Like socioeconomically, what does he need? From a family dynamic standpoint, what does he need? And these are the things that that need to be focused on. And it's like, yo, if he's giving me all of this shit, then after I see these things, then we're having a conversation and be like, yo, you know what? You you giving me these things and I'm feeling this way. How do you feel? Because I feel like this. And yes, in consideration of time, but time is the secondary thing. And I feel like that's where men and women miss each other. And I feel like that's where women are losing, honestly, because men have the privilege. And, and if women could understand that, they would win more. If men could understand that, women would win more. But guess what, though? You're right, but that's if, not the if, reality. The The thing is, like, how men could sit and not even consider that women are bound by time. Like, now, we're like, generalizing now. Oh, now well, I'm just saying there are a lot of men who don't even think about that. When, when they're judging women for, hey, like, it, it, it could be a simple conversation like, hey, um, you know, I've noticed. And you just add this to the conversation. It's not like you're counting clock, count the clock, but hey, you know, we've been together for like two years or a year or six months. I just yeah. want to like get an understanding for how you're feeling. There are times when men will be like, well... Six months, what you think should be happening? Like, like who get that yeah. kind of animosity and but think see, that the see, woman is like not, um, the woman is trying to like box them in or like trying to get them to get them a ring or whatever. But Nate, and that's the like, problem. That is the goal. But that's the problem. If you're a woman and you're with a man, and after six months he's able to tell you, well, I mean, shit, what do you think should be happening in six months? You have to look at yourself and go, okay, what was I not looking at? that I didn't know that he was going to be able to do that. That's not the guy for you because you have to pay attention to those things. Those are the things that matter to you as a woman who's on a clock. But women don't pay attention to that type of shit. And then when they're met with it, they timeline gets all thrown off and now they got to start over. What I'm saying is you got to pay attention to different stuff. Like it's not about time. It's about that, which you just said. Are you the type of man who is aware of my biological clock? Are you going to be considerate of that? And are your intentions the same as mine, which is moving forward, having a family eventually with someone and getting to know me in that light? That's what needs to be paid attention to, not time. It's okay. If I don't pay attention to time, then I lose. So, so I'm okay. I misspoke. I'm not saying time is irrelevant. I'm saying time is secondary. It's like, it's like this. You can put... You can put cookies in an oven, and the cookie thing says bake in the oven for 10 minutes on 350. If your oven is on 325, those cookies are not going to cook like they're supposed to. And then when you check in at seven minutes and you go, hey, are you baking? And you realize, oh, shit, you've been on 325? You was looking at the wrong shit because you're looking at the clock instead of looking at the temperature. But if you put it at the right temperature and don't bake it for 10 minutes, same thing. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But but you see how time in that example is secondary? It matters because you can still bake is, for a longer time after the temperatures, right? Is it? I feel you. I, I mean, I, I, I digress. You know, like, I think we had a good... I, look, we, this has replay value, right? We both can take 
a, a second and kind of like when we put this shit out, we can look back and kind of see. Because maybe also, I might not be seeing. It's also my inner feminism coming out when you say certain words. And I'm like, really? We shouldn't be bound by time. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a social yeah. construct that women are forced to live by, but men aren't. Hmm, why is that? Patriarchy. That's bio, that's biology. Now that's that's biology. It's like you gotta get, you, you gotta talk to God about that one, big man. Like, like you know what I'm saying? You gotta talk. Hey, let us live, man. Pray nah, for us. Please. Pray for, pray for y'all. Okay. I'm gonna say this one thing. I want to acknowledge something. In that regard, when it comes to time, men do have the privilege of not being bound to the same time standards as women. I want to acknowledge that as a privilege in, in the light of this conversation, okay? In addition to that, I feel as though women who, especially like women that are, are getting closer to that, that biological time marker, whatever that might be for her, it might be 30, 35, 40, whatever it is for her, right? When, they get, when they're getting closer to that time and that becomes more of a focus for them, I feel like that should be a consideration in the men that they're talking to. In addition to time, I think time should be considered also. But I think a man's awareness around the biological clock, his mindset around it, his consideration of that should all be considered by women and that should be a focus if that is her focus, and I feel like that should be replaced with the focus on time. I feel like if a woman in that position replaces a man's awareness of her biological clock and his temperature around that, and she replaces that with time, I think she'll win 10 times out of 10. Yeah, but I just want to make it be known, if you got awareness, that's cool, but if I'm still sitting out here waiting, (laughs) I got to go. I'm gonna define cool. the relationship. I'm gonna define the relationship. I'd be like, nah, you said you was considerate of my clock. We still yeah. sitting out here right. looking crazy. Fucking around. Right. Yeah. Like right. And that's look, real. We're looking like some little kids. Boyfriend. Right. <laughs> how old am I? <laughs> you Oh shit. I gotta go. Like after all this time, <laughs> I gotta go. So like that's cool. Yeah. You understand, but you got to, again, you got to say it and you got to act upon it. Right. And y'all got to check in. When shit change, both of y'all got to let each other know, hey, this is changing. So, I, I, Nettie, I agree with you. I agree with your mindset I, as far as, like, checking in and being vocal and standing up for yourself. I agree with being, being having to be focused on something. I agree with being cognizant of the timeline. And I digress at that point. I just want to let you know I hear you. Your thoughts and feelings are valid in my opinion. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Hey, thoughts and prayers, man. Pray, pray for her. Hey, y'all listening, man? Let Nettie live, man. Pray for her. Man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, uh, the next segment we got Let Me Put You On. Man, which... I think we did a... No- Listen... <laughs> just, give did him, just give him a little taste. Just a little taste Okay, so so um, I don't know if I let y'all know this, but I do music, um, and my little brother does music. Um, so I have a feature on my little brother's song, 
and it's on Apple Music right now. It's called Notice Me. And your boy was talking that cash money shit, man. I'm talking about ownership. I'm talking about investments. I'm talking about taking care of family. So it's it's a real substantive song. Uh, I'm on the hook, and I got the second verse on it. So um, oh, a hook and me. a verse. Your boy does. I'm the hook. Listen, I I gets busy. <laughs> I gets busy. So um, yeah, it's called "Notice Me" by Prince for Walking. It's on every streaming platform. Um, so y'all go check that out, man. I'm, I'm talking cash money shit, man. Um, I have a link to it in my Instagram bio. So if y'all follow me on Instagram, y'all check it out under latest music. So for TV, of course, because I be watching TV, I got mm-hmm. The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about that. I like it so far. And I want to emphasize, I was going to say black men, but I'm just going to say men. Mm-hmm. Men look good ironing. What? Man, like from the, a in the opening scene, Anthony Mackie is like ironing, and I'm like, you know what, ironing. That's a very uh, the way they showed him just like ironing. It's a very uh, stoic position. Oh, like standing over something. Look, it's a very. <laughs> stoic. <laughs> I'm gonna just say. Men look good ironing. One, because it's like, oh, traditionally, blah, blah, women should be ironed. But no, men can iron, and they look good ironing. So mm-hmm. that's all I have to say about that. Okay. All right. So that 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 did it for you, the ironing. <laughs> all right. All right. That's what's up. Um, ladies look good ironing, too. Nah. I'm, listen, listen. I'm not. Don't, don't, don't kill me. I'm not being a chauvinist. Don't I'm just, kill me. I'm just yeah, I'm just equally, you know, cuz I know listen, the women that don't uh, that don't feel me on the time shit, when they hear that, they go be like, "Oh, this nigga's a pig." <laughs> I'm not. I'm not I promise I'm not. <laughs> I promise I'm not. I'm just trying to put y'all on the sub, man. That's it, man. Oh. But Jerry yeah, okay. Bravo. I, I, I somebody <laughs> called me uh, Jerry Bravo today, man. It's, oh no! It must be something to that. It's all. It's all. It's all good. Thank you, thank you very much. No. Um. Oh, I want to put y'all onto some music though. Um. Outside of my my brother's song, Rod Wave. That boy got a new album out. Um. I've been listening to it nonstop, but I don't know the name of it. But um. He's he's very like. Um. What do you call that word? In introspective. He's very introspective. Uh, he's very in tune with like his feelings and shit like that. He makes that emo trap, emo uh, trap melody, melody music. It's really it's it, his music is good. It's a lot of pain in it, but like it, it Ooh, sonically, Lord. it sounds good. Okay, <laughs> like Derez Deshawn. You you not you not familiar uh, with Derez? Okay, you, know, you familiar a, with Rod Wave though? I've heard that name. I'm so like out of touch with the music. It's like the. How out of touch I got in the past five years is ridiculous. I f- no, I feel that. It's easy to do that because, I mean, college is a hub, right? And then yeah. when you graduate, you're... I get it. It's just too many little little, little kids coming little, on. And I'm yeah. like, who is this? Little who? Ticky who? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't even... <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. No, but see, I, I mean, I, I told, I'll be putting, all, putting y'all on to the, the younger music, man. Rod Wave is a pretty mainstream artist at this point. But if y'all not on Rod Wave, um, check him out, man. It's a, it's, it's a good It's a good album.
what you got for the Bob Small Business Showcase? I don't. I told you last time, man. I don't have. Hey, all tourist pressure washing, baby. Come get your house clean. We the best in Atlanta. Uh, I want to highlight Sublime Donuts. I didn't know it was black owned. Oh, um, he, oh yeah. Cause I didn't. Yeah. I had no idea. So you know what, Sublime. That's nice. They got that. Uh, I don't know if y'all ever been to like Cypress. I don't know if it's still open. Cypress Street Plant and Plate, where they had got the sublime. Where they got you have been there. I know you've been there with Deepai. Jerry, I feel like you lying. And don't it's in bro. No, it's in Atlanta. I feel like you've been there and with Dante. With nah, I feel like never I been. feel like you've been there. But um, they got the donut burger, and I think they use Sublime Donuts. Oh, yeah. We went that one time, and, and Jesse See, bought the whole shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. Lord. Get the I didn't mi- know what it was called. I'm sorry. Get the I'm ginkgo sorry. supplement. <laughs> no, I just didn't know. When you said the, the I didn't realize that was the same spot. That's all. The donut burger spot. Yeah. yeah. That's a, I need another one. That's a yeah. That's a good Speaking thing. of Sublime though, man, they got listen. It um Valentine's Day passed. I think Mother's Day is coming up, right? Yeah, Mother's Day is coming up. They have this donut, and they have it all the time. But it's good for the ladies. Um, strawberries and cream. There's real strawberries and some sort of like a cream filling and like a powdered donut. When I tell you that thing is so like light and refreshing and just good, everything a light about and it refreshing is right. Donut. Everything about that donut is amazing. You gotta, you huh. gotta try it. You gotta try it. All right. <laughs> All right. Good job. All right. Good job. <laughs> Yo, do you want to tell them how you be picking those in? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what? What's the dude's name? That the the older guy that his La- that owns the TikTok. Laron Hines. His name is what? Laron Hines. Laron. Laron. Okay, so Laron has these kids. I don't know. This little girl, Jabria, and her kindergarten classmates. They not even kindergarten. They like three, four. Oh, they in daycare, huh? Yeah. You know what? I might be misjudging Zan. Zan might be a little younger than I thought then because I I thought he might have been like four or five. Nah, he's like three. Okay, so that might make a little sense. All right, so so the back that's the backstory, right? Zan is a kid. Laron takes these kids and he interviews them, asks them regular questions like, "Do you know where Africa is? What's the Golden Globe?" Stuff like that. He'll ask them questions and they'll give little kid answers. And every little kid has their own personality, but Zan, that Zan, that that boy be tweaked out, man. <laughs> Like, Zan is a cute little kid, man. And I didn't realize he was, like, three, so I need to back off a little bit. I thought he was a little older than that. But, like, you'll ask him something like, what's the capital of Montana? And he'll be like, strawberries? And you'll be like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about, Zan? But but it's cute, man. He's a cute kid. Um, They all cute kids, man. So shout out to Zan and Jabria and Laron and them, man. They they uh, and Lori. Don't forget Lori. Oh, I love Lori, man. Lori's like my favorite one. She got her own cool little personality, man. I said jewelry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Lori is the cool one, man. She she don't be bothering nobody. 
And Lori's the one where she'll you'll ask her a question, she'll answer you and just spin right around and, and go on about her business. Mm-hmm. All the other kids be looking and waiting and stuff. Lori be out of there. Mm-hmm. I was tripping about Jabria answer about a uh, what's a beautician, and she's like uh, a beautician. <laughs> Yo, she be tripping. That is hilarious. I think that's my those kids are hilarious. My favorite TikTok right now. Y'all should go check them out if you on TikTok. If not, uh, it's on Instagram somewhere. Listen, all right. I got one more TikTok story since we we here. We are hour thirty, and this is our longest episode anyway. Um, listen, I got uh, there's this little kid on TikTok. He might be. I don't know how old he is because he never shows his face, but. All he does is carpet cleaning videos. And I not know traditional you're carpet cleaning about. videos. This little boy be spilling. He be like, you want to know how to get cranberry juice out of your carpet? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this I know his mom is pissed at him. He poured, if you can think of it, he poured it on this carpet. And he's teaching kids how to get it up. So he'll he'll pour it on the carpet. He'll take some soapy water and a spoon and just like spoon it up. <laughs> and then like... And then wipe it up with a paper towel. Luckily, I haven't seen a stain that's stuck. But don't let that boy get a hold of no gum or nothing. Because oh, yeah. he's going to get a whooping for sure. If he so, haven't uh, already got one. He probably did. But, I mean, this boy got, like, hundreds of views on TikTok. So he he's going up. He probably just show his mom the TikTok and she'll be all right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I got, man. The, the world of the internet. Um, In closing, what I would say, Nettie... Um, to all the women out there oh, Lord. that's listening. Oh, don't to all the Don't give no slow jam voice now. Yeah, to all to, to all the women out there that's <laughs> Um, I just wanna tell you, J King love you, okay? We want y'all to be safe. I'ma let y'all live and I'ma pray for you. Uh, that's all I got. All right then. So, thank y'all for listening. Reminder to follow Instagram. Follow about 30 on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, yeah, and everywhere else you can find us. Um, and on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube. We don't have all the content out, but what we do have is fire. Eat. Yeah, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, follow the YouTube. So- <laughs> we don't have visual content yet, but, you know, it's early. We working. We working on it. Uh Pray for us. Pray for us. Okay. All right. Bye. Later.